stay alive. And I am going to start putting out some yoga videos and have some yoga sessions and I'm excited. My yoga is Ujjatali, third eye yoga, Pinwood yoga. And I really want my yoga to be in depth and, and more than just poses, more than just for your health, it's to heal your spirit, to heal your soul. The soul, a soul, soul. <laughs> so, energy, life. So, that's my thing. Another thing is getting music done. I've been doing music since I was a kid. Singing, all that. Given an opportunity to start performing quarterly out here in Seattle, Washington, at a theater. Now, the music that I want to start doing, <laughs> I remember as a kid, I, I, when I was writing lyrics, I wanted to write gospel music. I wanted to write music for God. As a child, I grew up Christian-based, Christian background. And at the time, it took me, you know, I wrote a couple gospel songs. I was like, this is cool, but this is not what I'm, you know, when, when I want to express worshiping the source, I want it to be powerful. I want my words to hit. So now, after graduating high school, you know, I got, well, I didn't graduate just recently. I'm 2015 and graduated, so we're in 2022. My lyrics now are not what I thought they'd be when it comes to quote-unquote gospel music. My lyrics and my music, they get you to think, they get you to apply it, and this is my the idea of gospel music that I wanted to write as a kid, and now I'm able to write it. Just had to get some experience in, life experience, life points. <laughs> I'm excited. Had an event, or I did, I performed April 30th at Seattle at the Lens Bookstore, Enchanted Bookstore, out of Seattle. It's an event that happens every month. Seattle music is real. And it was a lot of fun. I was surprised that a lot of people were dancing to my, like almost everybody in the, in the uh, building was dancing to my music. It felt good. I got a couple interviews in and it felt good. And I, I feel like I'm moving in the, in the right direction. Yes. So, my music's about to be, you know, I got two albums out right now with the nonprofit. One, the first album is Voodoo's Jukebox. The second album is Your Local Indie Aboriginal. And one single, SWI, on Spotify. The first album I ever made in my life, I was 12 years old in my mom's studio in that garage. <laughs> yeah, the studio built and I had to teach myself all the equipment, how to run it, how to burn music, make beats and all that. And I did that myself. Yeah, it was a sketchy little album, but I had nine, about nine, ten songs on there. <laughs> I don't know where that CD's at now. I don't know where that music's at now. But I was proud that I could do it. So figured if I can do that, you know, we're going to do some more. I'm gonna push forward with my music. I just came across a dope produce, music producer named Rose Vital. Um, Cold Clock Productions out in Tacoma, Washington. And 
I like his work. I like what he does, and I'm going to see if we can make something happen. Another music producer that's make fire bees and actually has brought my writing ability or has helped me enhance it. Mellow Madness Productions. He goes by one of the producers. His name is Mellow. He goes by Mellow. Um, check him out. He'll, I'm subscribed to him on YouTube if you look at my little subscriptions. And check him out through that. We got a couple tunes actually out that you can check out. And they're dope. The lyrics are magnificent. The music's magnificent. It's it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> I'm excited though. Another thing that I'm about to speak into is this like, this year, 2022, starting the summer. Starting June, pretty much. I'm not only going to be traveling to different places for business and getting paid to travel and do business and getting paid for gigs. I'm going to be performing in gigs. I'm going to be DJing. Getting paid to DJ at gigs. And hosting my own spiritual events. I met a dope individual. She goes by wisdom. And I love her energy. She's cool. She's chill. She's laid back. She don't she don't start nothing. She and we're working on a nonprofit. I'm excited for this. I'm, I'm starting this nonprofit mostly because for my people, we don't have anything when it comes to teaching our own people, my own people, who and what we are, an environment that helps us grow and evolve as a people without any distractions, interruptions, or any of that, you know, drama, any of that. We don't have an environment for ourselves to thrive in. Technically, we're not supposed to be paying to fucking live. We're not supposed to be paying no money. We're not supposed to be paying for food to live. We're not supposed to be paying for any of that. But you got people making a living off of us trying to live. That's not right. And this nonprofit is going to be a change all that. So that's what's in the works. I already spoke into existence and what I'm learning is the more that I talk about what I'm going to do, just saying it verbally, some people say don't speak on it, just do it. Yeah, you can, and, and, and to an extent, yeah, do that. But when you know that there's power in the tongue, you better apply that shit. Because it works, it do work. I like to write my ideas down first so I can visualize it see how I want it to move, see how I want it ran. And once I see it, once I visualize it, once I see it, it's already happening. And if there's a book about it, it's going to happen. No matter what anyone tries to do, does, no matter what, it's going to happen. I've applied it before, I've done this before. A lot of people don't trust my practice and what I do. Only because they, they can't label it. They don't know what I practice or what I do. I prefer people asking, talk to me about what I practice and what I do. How I get this shit to work. But you got a lot of people that I, that I feel, what I see, are afraid. Because they don't know. People are normally typically afraid of the unknown. 
I personally take my time to embrace it. Just because you never know what you're going to You never know. Yeah, it can't be scary. That's if you make it scary. I've, I'm at a point in my practice where in this dimension, in this realm, there, there's nothing to be afraid of. At the end of the day, there's nothing to be afraid of. Some people will beg to differ and they say otherwise. But that's them. That's their fears. Only thing that I'm, the one fear that I'm working on, I'll, I will say this. And they sound contradicting right now. Like, oh, I thought you said you were afraid of nothing. I'll take that back and rewind. The one fear that I am working on are fucking spiders. <laughs> I'm afraid of spiders. I don't like how they look. I don't like how they move. They're very unpredictable. I've been bitten too many times and I'm like, yo, what flies you up on me, biting me and tasting my blood? I don't, I'm not cool with spiders. I'll take a snake before I take a spider. I petted a snake. I want a pet snake, honestly, before I get a, before I come across a spider. I don't care how big the spider is. I don't fuck with spiders. Now, me working on this here, I'm trying to, I, I do a lot of research about spiders. Why they behave the way they do, why, the, why they look the way they do, their characteristics, their behavior, how they are, what they are, where they're located geographically, shape, sizes, dimensions, and all that. As much as I hate spiders, I do look them up and but, you know, try to figure out what is it about them that I, I'm afraid of. And it all boils down to how they look. And I know they can't help how they look. But damn. <laughs> And the way they move, it, it's freaky a little bit. Now, I do feel that spiders, or spider in general, is a part of my shadow totem. I will say that, that you know, and, and, you, and you know, it's crazy, I could have been a spider in one of my past lives. Who knows? I just know. I'll fuck with them. 